Inside the Dome. I'm John Dodaro, and today it's just me today. It's a solo episode. Nobody else is here today, so you're just going to hear me. But today's topic is about the NHL free agency period. I'm going to start the episode talking about the Penguins free agency a little bit, since if I had to guess, I'd say about the majority of our listeners are Penguins fans, so I'm going to start with the Penguins. And then after that, I'm going to go through some of the top free agent signings on primarily day one. I picked out a couple from day two and three that were noteworthy, but it's primarily going to be day one signings in free agency. But like I said, I'm going to start with the Penguins, who the Penguins in general, I mean, I've been a Penguins fan my whole life just as I've been a Pirates fan and a Steelers fan. So I've been rooting for the Penguins. And as Penguins fans, we've probably been spoiled. I'm not going to lie. We've had success year after year. We've had the Lemieux era. We've now had the Crosby and Malkin era. And just as I started getting really into hockey, we won in 2016 and 2017. We won the Stanley Cup. So I became a diehard right after that. and. We've just been consistent since, but recently though, it's, if I had to describe the Penguins these past couple years, I would really say they've just been the bare minimum. If I had to say they made, they made the playoffs in 2018, 2019, 2020, if you want to call that the playoffs, 2021 and 2022, we made the playoffs, but then we lost round one and the majority of those. And then in 2023, we didn't even make the playoffs. So it's been interesting as a team so far. I mean, after the 2016-2017 season, we saw the drop-off. We lost the second round against the Capitals. And then soon after that, we got swept by the Islanders. And that's when I think people started to get nervous about how the team would look. And then eventually we... Moved on from GM Jim Rutherford. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. And then it might have been a bit later. I'm not fully sure. But then we moved on to the Ron Hextall era. I'd say that era started after 2020. 2021 it might have started. But in 2020 we lost to the Canadians in the... uh, I think it was like the play-in. Like it was during the COVID bubble. But we lost to the Canadians... And so people are still just starting to get annoyed with the Penguins. And then we lost to the Islanders again. And in my opinion, we I think we had our best team in 2021. Uh, we had Jared McCann. We had Brandon Tanev still. Uh, we had prime Jeff Carter. Let's not forget about that. He was scoring goals left and right. I thought we had a great shot there, but Tristan Jari sold that series against the Islanders. And then now I believe we're in the Ron Hextall era that past season, because where I started not like him was that expansion draft 
the Seattle expansion draft. We lost McCann and Tanev, who are both contributors for the Kraken, while keeping Jeff Carter for some odd reason. We specifically protected him. I don't even get it to this day. That's where the Hextall era started to get shaky. I mean, I was kind of a fan of him too, in a way. Like, we got Raquel, Ricard Raquel from uh, the Ducks. I thought that was great. But, and I mean, you look at this past offseason, we re-signed Malkin and Latang. They're essentially going to be Penguins for life, along with Crosby, I believe. But the team in general didn't really improve much, I'd say, last offseason. We were kind of just banking on our last team a little bit. We were banking on the core. But I think really last season, some of those players that we kept regressed. I mean, you look at Teddy Bluger. He was our he was a great fourth-line center. I mentioned the Zara Bluger-Tanov line. And we traded him away because he regressed. You look at Brian Dumoulin, who I'll probably mention later. I mean, he was one of our top defenders, and he regressed. And we didn't choose to re-sign him again. And rightfully so. I know he was a core player in our 2016-2017 run, but it it was time to move away from him. But, I mean, our team really just regressed. I mean, Crosby and Malkin didn't. They played the whole seasons. But you look at Kapanen, he was another mistake. And then Hextall just, I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, he, I mean, he was doing good moving some guys, but then we got... Uh, Granlin, Mikel Granlin from the Predators, and I don't even know why we did that. That was such a terrible trade, and now we're probably going to try to buy him out or something or trade him away because that was such a waste. But that was kind of the kiss of death for the Hextall era and then us not making the playoffs. So now here comes in Kyle Dubas. I believe that's how you say his name, from the Toronto Maple Leafs, who... Honestly, as bad as the Maple Leafs have been in the playoffs, he did build a good team. I mean, they have a very good team on paper, but they used him as a scapegoat, and now he's with the Penguins. Um, This was his first free agency with us, and it was at first it was quiet a bit, but then he he made some great moves, and then he probably made a questionable move, which I will talk about. So we'll get into all the moves that he's made. Uh, The first one that was made, we signed Matthew Nieto to a two-year deal worth 900 k a year. I mean, I think that's just a decent fourth-line signing. He was with the Avalanche, I believe. And, I mean, there's nothing too much special about that. He was a fourth-liner. And then we, actually, we lost. I'll also go over the players that we lost from this past season, too. We lost Ryan Poling to the Flyers. He was our fourth-line center, I believe. So we did lose him, but I feel like that's also a replaceable piece. The Penguins signed Jonah Kopanen to a one-year deal worth 775k a year. That's nothing. That's not even worth talking about. Uh, Another player we lost, uh, the Sabres signed Dustin Tokarski to a one-year deal. He was our third-string he was our third string guy the last season, and I don't even think he really played much, but that's not a loss either. And then another loss we had the Lightning signed Josh Archibald to a two year deal. 
he was honestly a decent fourth liner. I thought he wasn't going to be great at all when we got him from, I believe it was Edmonton we got him from, but he was actually decent. So, I mean, he's also a fourth liner. And then the big loss that we had, the Coyotes signed Jason Zucker to a one-year deal worth $5.3 million a year. And, I mean, Zucker had a great season. But I think he was a risk, though, because, in my opinion, the years before, he was very injury-prone. He kind of got lucky this past season. So it was kind of a risk to go like long-term with him. But it does suck to lose him. But then again... Uh, this the Penguins dr- traded with Vegas to get Riley Smith, who I believe is a great, repla- uh, great replacement for Zucker. He'll be in the top six. So I do like getting Riley Smith from Vegas. And then another player we lost, Nick Benino. He didn't even really play this season with us. We traded him. Uh, near the trade deadline, I believe. I think that was Ron Hex style trying to look good bringing back a OG, but that's not really a loss. And then we'll go into more players that the Penguins signed. We signed Noel Achari to a three-year deal worth $2 million a year. We got him recently from the Maple Leafs, which might be a trend because Dubas was from the Maple Leafs. But I, that's another bottom six pairing. I, he might be our third line or fourth line center. It sucks because we have Jeff Carter stuck in our lineup, so he'll be one of the centers. But it's a good signing, in my opinion. I like it. It's nothing too fancy or anything, but it's a good depth thing. The key is with the Penguins, though, is our bottom six was a mess this past season. And that, like I said earlier about Teddy Bluger and Kapanen, just getting rid of those guys, it's very ideal for the Penguins to get good bottom six guys. So hopefully Achari can help out. I think he'll be good defensively, same as Nieto too. But the big news that happened, this had people scratching their head. The Penguins signed Tristan Jari to a five-year deal worth $5.375 million per year. Now, a lot of people were mad. I'm not as mad about this. I mean, we'll look back at Tristan Jari's career. In 2020, I believe that's when he started to kind of bump his game up. Before that, he was a backup at most. But in 2020, he really started to push for the starting role. We still have Matt Murray, and essentially it got to the point where they were splitting games. But then we lost against the Canadians in 2020. So then 2021, we get rid of Murray, and Jari's the starter. He was honestly pretty good, but then you had that infamous choke against the Islanders. I'll still remember that one game where he passed the puck to the Islanders guy and lost the game for us. But then he rebounded the following year, and I mean, it was better. I'm not going to lie, but in the playoffs, though, he got hurt, and there was nothing he could do. He came... He was hurt, I think, before the playoffs started. Casey DeSmith was our Game 1 starter. Jory came back Game 7, but I don't even think he was 100%. So that kind of sucks. And then this past season was really, in my opinion, his first injury bug season. So now people are calling him injury-prone. Which I don't know if that's fully fair to say, but 
his stats did regress throughout the season, probably because of the injuries, but I'll say a couple things. One, the free agent market was not great for goalies this year. I mean, there really wasn't an upgrade in the free agent market. Maybe Frederick Anderson, who I'll mention later, but he's older. The most we could have done was traded for a goalie. The top guy I could think of is uh, John Gibson with the Anaheim Ducks. He's from Pittsburgh, actually. He's really just rotting away, in my opinion, in in Anaheim. I think he actually wants out. He wants to be traded out. That was the only thing I could think of that they could have done, but in terms of signing a person, there really wasn't much of an option. I think, honestly, the route that they will go, which I'll mention someone else they signed, is just having a good backup, like a veteran, because Casey DeSmith was very on and off. Like He would have an amazing game and then have like a terrible game right after that. So I don't know if we trust Casey DeSmith anymore as our backup. He was very inconsistent. But in terms of Jari, I've always liked him. I think he can rebound this next season. But if he doesn't rebound, the fan base is going to be pissed. I'm not going to lie. They're going to be really pissed. But I like it a bit. Five years is risky. That's basically saying you're our guy. But I have faith. I'm hoping Jari doesn't get injured again. I mean, a healthy Jari is very good, but it's a high-risk, high-reward type of thing. And then the Penguins also signed Alex Nedeljkovic from the Red Wings to a one-year deal. And it's honestly interesting with him. Like People were saying he's going to be our third stringer, but a couple years back with Carolina, he was their starter in the playoffs and did really well. Then he went to Detroit, and that kind of... He is very shaky in Detroit. That could just be a complaint to Detroit in general and a compliment to Carolina. But Nadelkovic hasn't really been himself since. Maybe he could be our backup over Casey DeSmith. I don't know if Dubas is going to have any more moves with the goalie position. I mean, if we got old Nadelkovic, then maybe that could be good. But I, I mean, at most he's our third stringer. I don't know what to think about that yet. And then one of our my favorite signings, the Penguins signed Ryan Graves to a six-year deal worth $4.5 million a year. He was f- with the Avalanche a couple of years ago and then went to the Devils. He's a great player, in my opinion. He's a great defender. I mean, he's gr- I mean, ever since we lost John Marino to the Devils, I don't know how great we've been in that middle pack. I mean, Jeff Petrie's been... Okay, but Dumoulin's regress. Peterson, Marcus or Marcus Pedersen has improved. So if you put Ryan Graves in there, I think that's a much better top four than what it was before. And speaking of Jeff Petrie, I don't even know if we're going to keep him or not. I'm not fully sure on that. But getting Ryan Graves is a great deal. He's younger too, so I really like it. Uh, we also signed Lars Eller to a two-year deal worth $2.5 million a year. I remember him with the Capitals, I believe. He was just with the Avalanche, but he's essentially another depth guy. He'll be on the third or fourth line. Just another solid signing. I mean, it's nothing too big. It's only two years. Him, Achari, Achari and Nieto is not bad for our bottom six. 
So we'll see how that goes. Uh, another guy we got, Mar Magnus Helberg, a goalie that's not worth anything. The Penguins signed redeems Sahorna to a one-year deal. He actually was with the Penguins about a year or two ago. Young player. I don't know if he'll crack the lineup or not. Uh, other than that, the other losses we've had, I already mentioned Brian Dumoulin. He went to the Kraken to a two-year deal worth $3.15 million. <laughs> That's an overpay, in my opinion, but... If the Kraken like him, go for it, but that's an overpay. And then the other person we lost, Dmitry Kulikov. The Panthers signed him. He was a defender. He was a defenseman. We lost him. I mean, he didn't even get to play much. He was another trade deadline guy from Ron Hextall. So, woohoo, he's gone. But aside from that, that's the main signings and the main losses from the Penguins overall. I don't think our team regressed, I would say. I'd say it got better. But then again, I mean, the timetable is slowly dwindling. There's not much time left. I mean, it is now or never. Now or never, <laughs> I should say. But you should be in win-now mode if you're the Penguins. You should be in win-now mode. You shouldn't be tanking. As long as you have Crosby, Malkin, and Latang on the team, you should never think about tanking, in my opinion. That should never be a thought at all. So, moving on from the Penguins, I'm just going to go through some of the top signings in all of the NHL in general. Probably won't mention the Penguins again, unless it was a former Penguin player. But we'll get into it now. This will primarily be day ones. If I skipped people that you may know, I'm sorry. There's a lot of players and I really don't want to go through each and every single player. So I tried to pick out the top players. Uh, shout out on Instagram to Puck Empire. I'm using that account for the contract details and some of the stats. So shout out to them. But we're going to start ahead with the Hurricanes signing Jesper Fast to a two-year extension worth $2.4 million a year. It's nothing too much, just a solid depth signing. Uh, the Golden Knights signed Aiden Hill to a two-year extension worth $4.9 million a year, which is very interesting in my opinion. Aiden Hill was the goalie who essentially led Vegas to the Stanley Cup. But, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, they had four goalies that season. And I think Logan Thompson and even Brossois, who started the playoffs, I think can do Aiden Hill's job. I think it's an overpay in a way. I mean, they did reward him for winning the Stanley Cup, but I feel like with those other two goalies, and even Jonathan Quick as well, he was the other goalie. I feel like they could have won with any of those guys. So it's kind of an overpay, and I don't even know if he'd be the starter. I mean, unless they move move on from I guess they'll be Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson but I guess Robin Leonard I don't know what, what he's doing he took the year off I think he had an injury but it's kind of an overpay but he won the Stanley Cup so what do you expect uh the Maple Leafs signed Ryan Reeves to a three-year deal worth 1.3 million a year Ryan Reeves former penguin uh he was actually fun to watch he's the definition of a fighter I mean, he's scrappy. Three years for him? I don't know. But 
maybe the Maple Leafs need that. I don't see that as much as as much of an improvement. Uh, he's not really that great offensively, but if they want that grit, then go ahead. But he's honest, he's honestly been passed around a lot lately since the Penguins. He's been with Vegas. He's been with the Rangers, Minnesota. So I don't really know his value. Uh, the Senators signed Eric Brandstrom to a one-year extension worth $2 million a year. I believe this player was in the Mark Stone trade with Vegas. And this guy was, I think, touted as like a great prospect for a defender. And I don't think he's really met those expectations. So I think this is kind of like a prove-it deal or something like that. Uh, what else do we got? The Panthers signed Oliver Ekman Larson to a one-year deal worth $2.25 million a year. Remember, he used to be like a big trade piece back in Arizona, but now he's kind of regressed overall. That's what age does. But Panthers got him. Might be decent, but he's regressed. Uh, the Sharks have signed Mackenzie Blackwood to a two-year deal worth $2.5 million a year. I actually remember him with, he was with the New Jersey Devils before. And a couple of years ago, I remember watching him and he looked like he was going to be their guy for a while. But I think injuries kind of ruined that for him. And now they have Vitek Vanacek and Alex Schmid, I believe, are their two goalies now. So it didn't work out. That's just another sad case of franchise goalie potential going to waste. Sorry, Devils fans. Um, the Hurricanes have signed Antti Ranta to a one-year deal worth $1.5 million. And I'll say the other deal they made, too. They re-signed Frederick Anderson to a two-year deal worth around $3.5 million a year. They're essentially running it back with their two veteran goalies, the Hurricanes are. I feel like the Hurricanes can make any goalie good. They made, Nadel- they made Nadelkovic good. They even made guys like Curtis McElhaney, like a starter. So these two goalies have done well stat-wise, but they didn't make it in the playoffs, but they're running it back. I know they have a young guy in the wings still, Kochekov, I believe his name is, but they're running it back with the veterans. Uh, The Predators signed Luke Shen to a three-year deal worth $2.75 million a year. I believe that's going to be one of their new centers, but... I don't know, Leafs fans, you could tell me about him. I don't know too much about him. Uh, One of the bigger signings of free agency, the Predators also signed Ryan O'Reilly to a four-year deal worth $4.5 million a year. He was a part of the Stanley Cup winning team with the St. Louis Blues. He was their captain after that. I remember the Blues got him in a big-time trade with Buffalo some years back, but the Blues have regressed since, so they moved on from O'Reilly. Honestly, there was some rumbling about him going back to St. Louis, but he was with the Maple Leafs in their all-in push. He honestly was good for them. So it is a good deal for Nashville, I will say. It's another loss for the Maple Leafs. I'll be saying that maybe a little bit more, but it's a good deal for the Predators. The Rangers signed Blake Wheeler to a one-year deal worth 800 k I remember Blake Wheeler was actually a good player at one point. I think age is just caught up to him, caught up to him, I should say. But I mean, if they can get some of that old magic back, that's decent for the Rangers. But it's a cheap deal, and the Rangers also signed Jonathan Quick to a one-year deal 
He's essentially going to be Igor Shesterkin's backup. And congrats to Quick for getting a ring. Not doing anything, but congrats to him. He'll be a backup now, I think. It's honestly crazy. About one or two years ago, he was still a very good starter in the league, and now he's just a backup. But honestly, if he can get some form back, he'll be a good backup for Shesterkin. Next, we have the Kings signing Cam Talbot to a one-year deal. The fall of Cam Talbot, I mean, he was actually good with the Minnesota Wild a year or two ago. But I don't even know what the Kings goalie situation is. So I don't know, but Cam Talbot, go for it. And the reason why I say that is because the Kings let Jonas... Corpusalo go to the Senators on to a five year deal worth four million. They essentially just had a goalie swap there. Corpusalo, honestly, I'll remember him back during the twenty twenty playoffs, I believe it was. And that I think it was a seven overtime game against uh Tampa Bay. That was the year Tampa Bay won the cup. He had an incredible game. He had like it was like seventy, eighty, ninety saves in that game. I'll always remember him for that, but the Kings got him from the Blue Jackets, and honestly, might as well have just kept him. I don't know. It's better than what they got now. Uh, the Sabres signed Eric Johnson to a one-year deal worth $3.25 million. Decent signing. He's with the Avalanche when they won the Stanley Cup, so he's a good depth piece on defense. The Anaheim Ducks signed Ratko Gudis to a three-year deal worth $4 million. I don't know too much about the player, but he was with the Panthers before, but I feel like if you go to the Ducks, it's just depression for you. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's why John Gibson wants out. I don't know when the Ducks will ever be good, so I feel bad for him. I feel like that's honestly where players go to die, but I hope something good goes for him. The Red Wings signed James Reimer to a one-year deal worth $1.5 million. Red Wings are kind of interesting. Steve Yeiserman, I think that's how you say his last name, legendary player. He's been a great GM. He was the GM for the Lightning when they had their historic regular season. Then he went to the Red Wings. He's honestly been building them up decently. I feel like he's had some good attempts with goalies. They brought in Nedeljkovic when he was red hot. Then they just brought in Ville Huso this past season. But Nadelkovich never panned out, so now they're going to put James Reimer behind Ville Husso, probably. I think they also got Anthony Stolars from the Ducks, another backup option. But I don't know, the Red Wings, I feel like they've just had chances to become a better team and to take that next step, but they just never do. And I honestly, I don't know when they will. I mean, they keep having impressive free agencies, but... I don't know when they're going to take that next step. I really don't. Uh, oh, speaking of the Red Wings, maybe they didn't get Anthony Stoller, so I'm misspoken. The Red Wings signed Alex Lyon to a two-year deal worth 900k a year. Maybe I was wrong about Stollers. I don't know, but they got Lyon, too. And if you remember from this past playoff season, he started in the playoffs for the Florida Panthers. He started in the playoffs for them. And he's probably the reason why the Florida Panthers even made the playoffs. Because Bobrovsky was hurt. Lyon came in and helped them get there. And he started the playoffs too. Before Bobrovsky would take the net back. 
But, I mean, he could be a good backup, but I don't know what the Red Wings are doing. I guess he's the third stringer now because they got Reimer as well. Uh, the Canucks signed Ian Cole to a one-year deal worth $3 million. Former Penguin there. He was a part of our either one or both of our Stanley Cup championship runs. I forget which one. If, if, if it was both, then it was both. But he's been decent since. He's been a decent defender. I mean, $3 million is a lot of money for a guy like him. So maybe he's worth it. I believe he was with Tampa previously. I think he was with the Avalanche at one point as well. Decent signing, though, for the Canucks. And then they also got another former Penguin, Teddy Bluger, to a one-year deal worth $1.9 million. I already mentioned how Bluger kind of regressed on the Penguins. He was with Vegas. I don't even think he played in the playoffs. But he essentially got a ring with Vegas this past season, so good for him. Uh, the Red Wings signed Justin Hall to a three-year deal worth $3.4 million. He's a defender for the. He was a defender for the Maple Leafs, and I just remember Maple Leafs fans hating this guy. <laughs> so I don't know why the Red Wings got him. I really don't for that much. Their loss, Steve Yzerman. What are you doing, my guy? What are you doing? One of the bigger signings in free agency here: the Hurricanes signed Dmitri Orlov to a two-year deal worth seven point seven point seven five million a year. He was with the Capitals, but then during last season, the Bruins traded for him to go all in, and I guess it wasn't worth it. That's also why I'm kind of against going all in. Like in trade deadlines, just giving up a lot, because if you mess up, then you're screwed. Like for these rentals, like if you try to go for these rentals and you fail, then you're screwed because these rentals like Orloff are gone. The Hurricanes got him. It's a good deal. It's only two years. But Hurricanes have always been a great defensive team, so that just adds to it. The Capitals signed Max Pacioretty to a one-year deal worth $2 million. He was the captain of the Canadians, I believe, a couple years ago. Then he went to Vegas and had it. he was pretty good with them, but injuries have kind of stalled his progression a bit. And I don't even he was with the Hurricanes this past season, but I don't even think he played because of injuries, so low-risk, low-reward deal for the Capitals in getting him. Maybe he could be something. Uh, the Bruins signed Kevin Shattenkirk to a one-year deal. He was with the Ducks. Uh, he's probably thanking God he got out of there. The Lightning signed another former Penguin, Connor Sheary, to a three-year deal worth $2 million a year. Sheary's been primarily with the Capitals since... He left the Penguins. I think he had a stink in Buffalo at one point. But he's still worth $2 million at this point. He's kind of older now. He's not as young as he used to be. But it's always good to see former Penguins still in the league. The Hurricanes signed Michael Bunting to a three-year deal worth $4.5 million. He had some character issues with the Maple Leafs. but And it is a lot. But I feel like the Hurricanes have been able to turn players around in a way. So... It's not bad for them. The Stars signed Matt Duchesne to a one-year deal worth $3 million. I believe two seasons ago, Matt Duchesne was actually a decent player. But then after last season, Nashville bought him out. So he could fit in well with the Stars, though. The Jets signed Laurent Brassois to a one-year deal. Brassois, like I mentioned earlier, was with Vegas during their 
playoff run, he actually won the first series against Winnipeg. Before he went to Vegas, he actually was the backup in Winnipeg. So he was going back to his old team and also the team he took out in the playoffs. So he's going back to the backup role down there. But, I mean, if he wants to go back there, he can go back there. The Coyotes signed Nick Bugstad, another former Penguin there. I remember back when Jim Rutherford Jim Rutherford was a good GM for the Penguins. He had that Bukestad and McCann trade. Got both of them. McCann turned out to be the better player than Bukestad, but Bukestad's been passed around a little bit. He was recently with the Oilers, but now he's with the Coyotes. But decent depth player at this point. The Ducks signed Alex Kalorn to a four-year deal worth $6.25 million a year. He's a decent player, but like I said earlier, I feel like Couriers die in Anaheim, so I feel bad. I'm not going to go over too many more players, but I'm just going to highlight a few. Oh, this is a sad story. The Coyotes signed Alex Galchenyuk to a one-year deal. You Penguins fans out there, if you remember him, he was one of our bigger trades. Past couple years, we traded away Phil Kessel for this guy. And ever since he's left the Penguins, he has been passed around. I mean, he has been on so many teams. His contract's only 775 k a year, which is pathetic now. I mean, this guy's fallen off completely. <laughs> it's honestly sad to see. The Islanders signed Ela Sorokin to an eight-year extension worth $8.25 million. Sorokin, honestly, if Olmark wasn't as good as he was, Sorokin probably would have won the Vezina Trophy. He's the Islanders franchise goalie, so it's a great deal for the Islanders. He's their long-term guy. I believe they also re-signed his backup, Varlamov. I don't know the contract details, but they re-signed him, I believe. It's honestly one of the better duos in the league. Varlamov, honestly, over the years could have went for for a starter position, but... Uh, the Islanders are kind of shaky now. I'll read another deal here with the Islanders. They signed Pierre Enval, I believe that's how you say his name, to a seven-year deal worth $3 million a year. Uh, the Islanders have just been very generic on offense. They, tr- I mean, they have Barzell and Horvat. That's really it. They just don't have enough firepower. I'm not going to lie. They also extended Scott Mayfield to a seven-year deal worth $3.5 million a year. I think he's a defender, though. But long-term for guys who aren't that elite, I don't know. The Islanders have just been questionable. I think some of their fans want their GM fired. So they're honestly a very questionable team. They used to be very dominant defensively, but... They're kind of choking a bit. Uh, the Maple Leafs signed John Klingberg to a one-year deal worth $4.25 million. Cry, Maple Leafs fans. Cry. Uh, the Coyotes signed Alex Kerfoot to a two-year deal worth $3.5 million. Kerfoot and Jason Zucker can go rot in Arizona because they might not even be playing in Arizona. Who knows? That's another place where players waste their careers, so, uh, Kerfoot, good luck, Jason Zucker, you'll probably wish you were back with the Penguins, the Panthers signed, or, they didn't sign, they traded Anthony Duclair to the Sharks, 
So the Sharks have Duclair. And that's honestly a decent signing for the Sharks. They've, they're honestly in the same tier as Arizona and Anaheim. Two poverty, or three poverty franchises at this point. But I'll always remember them in 2016 when the Penguins beat them. <laughs> they haven't recovered since. They've never been really that great since. Uh, I'm just going to look and see. We'll go over a couple more here. The Flyers have signed Garnet Hathaway to a two-year deal worth $2.375 million. It's honestly a lot for a fourth liner. That was another accus- accusation from Boston when they went on all when they went all in. They got Orloff and Hathaway, and both for nothing at this point. But he's going to the Flyers. The Flyers are a terrible team. I don't even know what they're doing at this point. They should have rebuilt a while ago. Their only promising player is Carter Hart, and I don't even know how long he's going to be on the team. And I think they're going to trade other guys potentially like Konechny and others but the Flyers are just poverty at this point the Panthers signed Evan Rodriguez to a four-year deal worth three million Penguins fans should remember him he honestly was a pretty good forward for us he was able to play top line minutes at some points but he's honestly improved since being with the Avalanche so good for him honestly and then the last oh my god the last signing that I have down here. The Avalanche signed Jack Johnson to a one-year deal. Penguins fans, you remember Jack Johnson? I remember Jack Johnson. Not a lot of good things with Jack Johnson, but I remember him. He is a Stanley Cup champion with the Avalanche, but... (laughs) (sighs) Jack Johnson, what are you going to do? I hope you Penguins fans remember him. He was a topic for debate. not paid what he is right now. Right now, he's only being paid seven hundred seventy-five k a year. But before that, the Penguins gave him like a three million dollar contract at the time with term. But <laughs> Jack Johnson. But that's gonna do it for this episode. That's gonna do it for free agency. Like I said, I'm sorry I didn't go over every player. There's just so many players, too many unknown players for casual listeners but i tried my best to go over the main players i also tried my best to go over everything penguins related since i feel like the majority of listeners are penguins fans so i did my best there let's hope the penguins have a good season i'll probably have more penguins episodes down the line but that's gonna be it for now thank you for listening to me Our next episode will be New Music Friday, releasing on Friday, so stay tuned for that. Make sure to follow our social medias on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and pretty soon we'll be on Threads as well. I think we're trying to make an account on there. And all of those links are in our main bio on whatever you listen to us on. You can see it in our bio. Just click that link. You can see all of the podcast platforms we're on as well as all the social media links, so make sure to click that. But from my little house here, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.